Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Monday morning. It's a little chilly out there, so make sure you are dressed appropriately. Nothing too bad compared to what we're used to, but uh, hopefully you will, uh, uh, as you venture out, you will uh, uh, be prepared and ready. Sorry for the lack of an intro. We, uh, I am having some problems with my uh, program this morning. It's a aggravating pain in the derriere and uh, technology is good when it works and uh, it rarely works. So it just uh, makes, it gets me angry and frustrates me when uh, uh, it doesn't work like it's supposed to. And uh, you, know, you pay money for these things and they don't half work and it's just, uh, just aggravating. But, uh, oh well, such is life. But, uh, but anyway, I hope you all are are well and fine today. Uh, continue to keep me in your prayers, and I uh, still trying to uh, get over this mess. Uh, they uh, said strep and bronchitis, and uh, but then she says she wonders if maybe it was a false negative on the flu uh, test they done, and then uh, and then she with the way I was coughing, it could even be walking pneumonia. But uh, uh, so hopefully uh, I'll be on the on the mend here and uh, be able to to get things done. But uh, but anyway, uh, I appreciate y'all watching each and every day. And so let's go ahead and dive into God's word and see where he takes us today. We're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 12 and 13. And uh, so if you have your Bibles handy, please get those Bibles out because we want you to use those Bibles. We, I'm the only one here. Uh, <laughs> I want you to use your Bibles at all costs and uh, to underline and reflect on and highlight and all that good fun stuff. So uh, so we have here, it says, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are, upon, uh, are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And who is he that will harm you if ye be followers of that which is good? All right, as my old daddy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Uh, sorry when I read these, y'all don't understand when you're watching it, uh, you've got a full screen. When I've got it on my end, it's like that big. So it's hard to it's hard to see the letters to read it uh, on my side of things. So that's why it's, uh, I sound... Uh, 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 not not smart, <laughs> but uh, uh, thank you, Mrs. Sipe. Uh, good morning to you, and and uh, trying hard to get better. But so we're looking to hear uh, verses twelve and thirteen of First Peter chapter three. Uh, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto the prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. So uh, you know. When we look at this verse here, for the eyes of the Lord are, op are over the righteous. So God, you know, or, or the essence uh, of this study this morning is obviously talking about God's protection. All right. Jesus is going to look out over us in uh, spiritual concerns. Yes, he will show grace and mercy upon us in physical ways as well. That's why uh, I do pray for protection over my family each and every morning. Uh, I pray that uh, for those who are sick and, and, you know, we need to have that communication uh, between us and God. And uh, sometimes it's tough, you know, sometimes it feels a little one-sided, but uh, that's why there are those times when we need to just be silent and try to listen to God. And we know that an infinite God knows far more than our finite brains can handle. And, uh, you know, sometimes the prayers that we offer up are not always answered the way we want it to. Sometimes people we pray for, uh, for protection over may, you know, they may, something tragic may happen, unfortunately. People we pray about that are sick. Sometimes they don't always get better. You know, we don't understand 
why, you know, but, you know, we have to understand because of Adam and Eve and since the fall of man, we live in a fallen world. And because we live in a fallen world, we have to accept the, the circumstances that comes with that and that consequences rather that comes with that. And, um, you know, God never promised to deliver us out of every adversity. And so, you know, we, and, and we don't understand. Sometimes there's that trials of our faith and it's hard, you know, that's why it's tough to be a Christian. It's hard to, um, uh, to keep the faith sometimes, but that's why we have to keep our eyes on God. And for likewise, God, Lord, as we see here, that's the Lord are going to be over the right. He's going to watch over us. He loves us. He wants the best for us. And sometimes we have to go through difficult circumstances uh, to uh, to bring about his perfect work. And there's not always meaning in everything that happens. You know, the disciples didn't look for meaning in every trial they went through. You know, they just understood that, uh, you know, these, these are things that happen. Uh, if you want to follow the Lord, we're going to be persecuted. We're going to be made fun of. We're going to have trouble in this world. Jesus never sugarcoated it. He said, in this world, you will have trouble. But I still pray over my wife and my kids, my dad, and, and each and every morning. And uh, the Lord will watch over and protect them. I pray hard that God will uh, be great, shine his grace down upon them and watch over and protect them. But, uh, but at the same time, I pray that the uh, Lord give me the strength and the emotional fortitude to accept what I cannot control. And uh, yes, you know, particularly with my daughter, uh, just, drive, just now driving on her own, she's 16. And, uh, you know, all my life, I've been kind of a helicopter parent, watched her over her every move, try to protect her every chance I could, her and my son both. And uh, it's hard. Any parent out there knows it's hard. You know, it's, we have the convenience now that when I was a teenager, my parents didn't have, that we can have apps. We can watch every move they make. We can see where they're at and see what uh, their speed is. And, and you know, that's, that's great and good, but we cannot protect them from everything out there. All we can do is warn them, tell them about things they need to be aware of and to look out for. But ultimately, we just have to give them to God. That's all we can do. Our family members, uh, our, our children, whatever, we, our friends, we have to give them over to God. We are in control of nothing. And worrying and being upset and being tore all to pieces, scared that something's going to happen, will not change anything at all. And so they're either gods or they're not. And I know it's hard. Trust me, man. I, I sit there and when my daughter leaves, I'm like watching. And I'm like, okay, she's got here. She's there. Uh, because I do worry. And because I know there are evil people in this world. So I do try to watch over. But I, I have just, uh, my wife was torn pieces the other day. And I said, just got to let it go. You know, uh, she said, well, should we let her drive here? Should we let her drive there? I said, we can't keep her locked in a cage. I said, you're going to have to, she's going to have to learn. She's got to get out there and do it. And so I just have to keep myself busy. I read more. I do whatever it takes I need to do, go whatever. And uh, just so I don't have to think about it because I know that God's got this. I have to give over to God. And it's so easy when we worry, we're upset to try to, you know, we, we're so filled with stress and, and worry and anxiety. And we're just like, what are we going to do? You know, but all we can do is just give it to God and let it go. I don't want to, you know, it's so easy sometimes to throw out uh, uh, cliched uh, uh, Christianese, if you will, of, well, let go and let God, brother. You know, well, you know, I understand that sometimes people throw that out there with good intentions, but sometimes it seems to minimize what you're going through and almost cast guilt on the person who's dealing with this situation, whatever situation it is. And you're like, well, I shouldn't feel bad, guilty. I should feel bad about feeling the way I do. No, you know, you know, a lot of people can be sincere and they can be sincerely wrong. 
But there's truth in that, though, that we need to let go and let God. That's all we can do is give it over to God. Give our kids, our family over to God. And that's all I can do. You know, I just like likewise, even though I worry about my daughter, I worry just as much with my dad, with his health, him getting older. And, you know, we don't know how much time any of us have on this earth. And, uh, you know, I pray my dad to live well into his 90s. But that may statistically, you know, that's just not in the cards uh, for most men. And, um, and so I pray that if that's not the Lord's will for him to live that far more into the future, that he will give me the strength to endure and overcome the grief that's going to hit me if and when that was to happen. And uh, I don't, nobody likes to think about more, you know, the, the, the uh, our mortality. We, we don't want to think about death. We don't want to think about something like that with our close loved ones. And it's hard to deal with, but that's why I'm praying for strength now to be able to endure what is to come. And Lord may take me out before anything ever happens to anybody, you know, but that's why I, my, I do these devotions is to encourage you and understand as verse 12 tells us, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open unto their prayers. God hears our prayers. All right. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. So God hears our prayers, and he's going to answer those prayers according to his will. I think uh, too many times we uh, want to bend God's will to our own instead of submitting our will to him. And uh, so we have to be very careful about that, that we're truly seeking God's will and not what we want. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Those who are against God, those who uh, who have denied him and who are not saved, uh, God's, you know, he don't hear those prayers. The only prayer he's going to hear from these individuals is the prayer of salvation. And they could be driving down the road and a cop behind them going, oh, Lord, help me. Oh, Lord, help me. I just want to know further than that, that ceiling of that car. Or if something bad happens. Oh, Lord, help me. Oh, Lord, help me. Now, God's grace is sufficient in the fact that even though they are wicked people, God still may show grace on them. But the only real prayer that God's going to really hear is that true prayer of repentance and asking and receiving Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior. So, you know, God does not condone wicked acts. God does not condone sin. You know, I think some people feel like in order for us to be Christians, in order for us to show love, we have to compromise on sin. That's not the case. We have to take a strong stance against sin in, its, in any form. I don't care if you're straight, gay, whatever. We have to stay true to what God's word says. And if something is a sin, we need to abhor it. We need to hate it, but we need to speak the truth in love. And we need to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, showing compassion and love to those around us without compromising on our convictions as in Jesus Christ and in the Bible. But verse 13 says, And who is he that will harm you if ye be followers of that which is, God, which is good? And so when we read this verse here, if ye be followers of that which is good, if we're followers of Jesus Christ, all right, there are things that man can do to the body. There, we can be imprisoned. We can be beaten. We can be persecuted in ways we can never imagine. There's people in the Sudan, people in Afghanistan, Christians all around the world who are being persecuted in horrible, nightmarish ways that we could never possibly imagine and don't want to. But people can do harm to the body, but they cannot harm the peace that God gives us. They cannot harm our souls. They cannot harm our convictions. They cannot harm what Jesus Christ has given us. You know, uh, there is that, you know, we, God's Word talks about, you know, don't worry about those who can hurt uh, the flesh, but worry about uh, what, where your eternal state is. Now, I'm paraphrasing, and that's not the, I'm not quoting a verse directly, but uh, but you get what I'm saying, that God's saying, you worry about your uh, eternal relationship with Jesus Christ. Those are the things that won't be harmed. Those are the things that cannot be hurt. Those are the things that we can trust in that God will use and, and help us through any situation. And, and we go through a lot of 
of emotional turmoil. There's people who deal with PTSD. I mean, think about PTSD. A lot of times people automatically think about soldiers, which is true. But you've got police officers with PTSD that, who see horrible nightmarish things, ambulance drivers who deal with it, people that uh, I'd say over 90% of the women that I have counseled have had been sexually molested and usually by a family member. That's what's sick and disgusting is, is visually by a family member. And so they have the, the, those PTSD memories of, uh, of molestation or rape or or being beat or, you know, any number of things. And so they have those things they have to deal with. But, all right, it's not to minimize their experience, what they've gone through, uh, and uh, but realize that only God can help you overcome those situations in the mind. And uh, the devil wants to use that. A, a smell, a picture, something can take you right back. Because when you think of PTSD, it is a, a literal trauma to the brain. It is a literal injury to the brain. And uh, so it is just when they, there's a, a, like I said, a smell or whatever it may be, it's like a videotape or a picture image that is literally that real. They're right back in that place in that specific time in their lives. And so that's why they have, we, as whether you're PTSD or not, we have to, uh, when it comes to emotional, spiritual, mental, we have to give all that over to Jesus Christ and realize that whatever happened in the past, as tragic, horrible as it was, cannot harm you now. That God has got you. He's covering you with his grace and his mercy. He has his mighty arms around you, and he's going to protect you. And those things cannot harm you ever again. Man can do things to the body, but he cannot hurt the mind, soul, and spirit. God will protect you, and no harm will come to you. If God is for you, who can be against you? What can man do to me? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We must cling to the courage and the things of Jesus Christ. That is the only thing that's going to get us through each and every day. We fall, we mess up, we screw up. The devil wants to play upon those emotions and be like, you're a failure, you do this, you, you know, you're horrible. Yes, we are a failure. Yes, we are horrible. Yes, we are wicked people. God's Word tells us, man's heart is definitely wicked. Who could know it? But Jesus... All right. He he gave that sacrifice on the cross to atone for our sins, and he those who were unrighteous were made righteous through him. So only through him are we righteous. Only through him is the past forgiven. Only through him are we forgiven, and only through him are we joint heirs to the throne of Jesus Christ. We are joint heirs with, with Christ. We are a higher level even than the angels. We will even judge the angels. And uh, now when we talk about judging the angels, you now quick paraphrase, you know, little. Thing there that we're not about the angels in heaven that some uh, believe that we're talking about referring to the fallen angels in which we will judge. But anyway, we'll get into that to another day. But anyway, you understand my point that uh, God is for us. So don't be socked out. You know, my wife got a, 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 some information that uh, in regards to her disability that it's got her stressed out and worried. And uh, I told her, I said, God's got this. He's going to provide a way. Things are going to work out. And she's like, I know, I know. And she, but she's been stressed out with headaches. And, and uh, I've told her, and, and it's hard to do. Sometimes it's easier said than done. But we've got to give it over to God. All right? And, and us worrying and getting upset and wringing our hands will not change the outcome of anything. God's Word talks about that. If you look at Matthew 6, and if you have a problem with worrying, look at Matthew 6, and starting verse 25, and read forward. And God's telling us not to worry. Don't worry about things tomorrow. You just worry about the things of today. God's going to take care of us. He's going to protect us. He's going to help us. We have to trust in Him, and He will protect us, and He will get us through. But we have to trust Him. Either your trust is in your problems, or your trust is in an Almighty God that can solve those problems, and that choice is yours. So God is going to protect His children. 
He's going to watch over us. He's going to strengthen us. He's going to encourage us. But we have to spend that time with him daily. We must have that spiritual walk with him daily. We must be in the word daily. We must be in prayer daily. That's the only thing that's going to get us through. Remember, we can't be caught up in the temporal things of this world. Yes, we have to take care of bills. Yes, there are things we have to deal. We've got to eat. You've got to work. There's things we have to do. God will provide those things. But we need to focus on the eternal. This life is but just a vapor. We're only here for a little time. And so let's make best use of our time. Why are we here? To love the Lord and by God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. All right? So that is why we're here. So let's find ways that we can serve God today. And I want you to uh, be a prayer about an unspoken. I don't want to say out loud what I, there's something I'm thinking about doing as a nonprofit that would not only benefit veterans uh, and uh, their families, but uh, will even help maybe even provide some jobs for special needs. So two areas that I've got a real desire uh, to work in and help with, it might be able to and, sp and spread the gospel. There's actually three things so that I can hit all at once. And so um, uh, be in prayer about that for me because I, I got some ideas about some things. But anyway, uh, just trust in the Lord. Give it over to God. Let his peace that can sustain you, let his peace fill you and understand that he is in control and he's going to protect us and he's going to watch us each and every day. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another day to serve you, uh, to spread the gospel. Lord, let this teaching today uh, be an encouragement to those who are listening. Let us understand your protection, that you're watching over us, that you will lead us, guide us. And Lord, just let us serve you. Let us be open and humble before you. And Lord, let us uh, worship and, and, uh, and be filled by you in a mighty way. Lord, give us strength and endurance to overcome the obstacles and the trials of our life. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with our children, our teachers, bus drivers, our parents that are going to school today. Let them get there and back safely without any problems or complications. Lord, be with our, all those uh, that are in the military and police officers. I don't know that are needed, loved, and appreciated. Let us never take them for granted. And Lord, be with our president. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. Be with him during these erroneous impeachment proceedings. And uh, Lord, let him seek you uh, in all things. And protect his family. Be with this nation. Touch hearts and minds like never before. Be with all the prayer requests and prayer concerns that have been lifted up on social media and at church. And that your will be done in each and every situation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, guys and girls, uh, uh, Thank you, Mrs. Carr. Uh, Mrs. Carr is a good woman. Worked with her at uh, Jonesboro. Appreciate your comment. But um, uh, I want you to remember, ladies and gentlemen, you know, my daughter, she's uh, just turned 16. She's on the road. I am, uh, I've always had to fight with road rage in my life, and that's something the Lord's really dealt with me on, and I've tried to really curb back. Be careful out there driving. You know, realize there are, I've noticed on within the last few weeks, a lot of kids turning 16 on the road uh, driving. And so watch your speed. Don't tailgate. Uh, even though we're in a hurry or some car pulls out in front of you, it ticks you off. Remember, there's a lot of kids out there and they're, they're just learning and they're, they're trying. And if you get, start to get mad, look in the mirror and see if it's some kid. If it's some kid, just cool your cool it, you know. But if it's a, some adult trying to be a smart aleck, do whatever. But so, but uh, uh, just keep that in mind. I worry about her out there. I told her I said, "Some nut like your daddy gets on your butt and and starts uh, 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 
you have a road rage because you're not going fast enough. I said, you find a safe place to pull over, let the turkey go on. And I said, if I don't satisfy them, call the cops. So, but anyway, so be aware of that. Uh, if you want to share these devotions, uh, they can always find me on Dr. at Doc at Dr. Young 77 here on my Facebook. I don't, I quit doing Twitter and I was going to be honest with you. I, um, I forgot what it was I was looking up. Um, it was some, some of the Japanese, uh, anime or something. I saw it on, uh, uh, Instagram. And so, uh, so follow this link to the Twitter and I did it and you, I, I was shocked. I, I, you know, I know that, uh, Facebook and Instagram has strict policies in regards to pornography. Uh, apparently Twitter does not. And, uh, I was blown away, uh, the vile vulgar this that was on Twitter. And so I, I, I turned it off. I don't, I don't want that temptation in my life. I don't want to see that garbage. I cut it. I shut it down. So I, you're no longer able to find me on Twitter because I, I shut it down. And uh, so yeah, the only way you can find these devotions is well, uh, it's not the only way. Other, 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 I can't talk today. The uh, you can also listen uh, to the Dokken Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. It's free. Don't cost you anything. Uh, you can watch it on there or listen to it on there as well as our sermons from church and um, uh, these daily devotionals and uh, also the um, podcasts I do are also streamed live on YouTube and I upload the devotions to YouTube as well. They can find me on there uh, on Dr. Matthias Young on YouTube and uh, so you know there's some there's some areas there that you can watch him. But anyway um, I'm glad Mrs. Carr watched today. That's awesome. Uh, she's a sweet lady and uh, all those who watch today thank you for watching and uh, truly appreciate that. I hope everybody has a great day, a blessed day, a fantabulous day and remember as I say each and every morning. Live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.